Wildcats! Welcome back to another episode of Chat About That. I'm your host, Bella, and in this episode, I'm going to be chatting about my experience at Eastern State Penitentiary. Before I chat about that, I just want to say that this month's episode won't have a guest. I will be back interviewing guests in upcoming episodes, but this episode I really just wanted to focus on my experience at Eastern State Penitentiary because it's a place I've always wanted to visit and I finally got to go there and I just had some really cool information that I wanted to share with everyone. So Eastern State Penitentiary was established in 1829 and it actually was open all the way until 1971. And it's in the heart of Philadelphia and it's actually America's most historic prison. And it held about 85,000 people throughout the time that it was open, both men and women. And I first heard about Eastern State Penitentiary actually when I was really interested in ghost hunting television shows. I used to watch ghost hunting shows all the time with my family and I had seen a bunch of episodes about Eastern State Penitentiary and it was always just something that I really wanted to explore and go to and I finally had the chance to do that uh, a few weekends ago and like I said it's in Philadelphia and it closed in 1971 and it actually didn't reopen until the 90s so it actually just sat on the lot empty and abandoned for about 20 years and people did go and loot um, different things inside of it but there were a lot of um, things that didn't get looted that are actually still in the prison so it's really interesting so i want to talk about my experience and i will talk about some of the history and everything um, when i go through that so eastern state penitentiary is actually apparently one of the first true penitentiaries in america and it was established by Quakers in Pennsylvania. And I learned that the Quakers really were all about penance, which is actually where the word penitentiary comes from. And a penitentiary is actually a building that's designed to inspire true penance or true regret in the prisoners. So that's where the word penitentiary comes from. And one of the most notorious prisoners that was held in Eastern State Penitentiary is actually Al Capone, and you can see his cell. So we did go see his cell, which we'll talk about in a minute because that was really cool. And like I said, it just stands in ruins today. And there's a lot of actual things that were in the prison, like bed frames and toilets and um, lights from the operating room, a lot of like cabinets and things like that that are still in the prison uh, today. So when we went to the penitentiary, we did the audio tour, which if you buy um, the tour, you can have an optional audio tour, which we totally did. Um, so you basically start with like number one and then you go through the prison and it teaches you about the history um, and the portion of the audio tour was actually narrated by Steve Buscemi um, because he actually um, scouted out the prison for a movie that he was doing back in the 90s and we just learned about the history of the prison and um, something that I found really interesting about the prison is that all of the cells are actually designed to be solitary confinement so originally there weren't actual like doors on the cell I mean they got them into the prison, but there was no window um, to the hallway um, from the prisoners. And the prisoners, when they left their cells, for the most part, they actually had to wear hoods over their heads so that they couldn't actually see anyone uh, in the prison. Eventually, they put sliding doors on the cells. And originally, they were fed through a feeding hole on the wall. And some of those feeding holes are actually still there. So you were able to see them, which was very interesting. Um, and then all the rooms just had like really small skylight. I did not expect to learn like... <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, when you go and take a tour, you're learning the history, obviously. But because, like I mentioned earlier, 
I knew about the prison because of ghost hunting shows, which they don't really advertise that it's haunted at all um, at the tours. Um, and one tour guide did share like an experience he had, but I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but it's really, the tour is really about the history the architecture, which was very, very beautiful. And another thing that I learned after the fact was that because the prison is set up to be pretty much solitary confinement, there were prisoners that did have roommates, but um, they had really, they didn't have any um, access to the outside world except through like a really small skylight. Um, so something that I learned after the fact was that a lot of these prisoners actually went insane because they didn't have any contact with anyone else. They were just subjected to being by themselves, being quiet. Um, and a lot of people unfortunately um, became insane because of this. And I think that's where like a lot of the ghosts um, and those stories come from is that these these prisoners were going insane because like I mentioned that they had to wear hoods over their heads when they left their cells They couldn't see anyone um, even the prisoners who were sick um, I, They told us this story about how the tuberculosis patients um, For a while were getting like physical exercise like once a day and there were rumors It's never been proven but there were rumors that they actually did have to wear their hoods when they did their exercise, which I just can't even believe. The tuberculosis cells were a little bit bigger than the regular cells, but still um, they had just like a small skylight and everything. And um, I just, I found that portion of it to be really sad. Cause when you think about prison cells, normally you picture the one bed toilet or a bunk bed, um, a sink, a mirror and you know, bars, or you think of something you know, like Orange is the New Black, where people are living in sort of a open room with, with bunk beds and stuff. And, you know, prisoners nowadays do have access to exercise and they can see other people unless they're in actual solitary confinement, which they did have real solitary confinement in, at Eastern State Penitentiary. But, um, you know, prisoners today, I'm not saying that they have it, you know, good or anything, um, but prisoners today actually are able to see other people. Um, and that's just not how this prison was established. Um, it was really established to really, you know, reflect on what you've done and to give that penance back. Because those cells were basically solitary confinement, the only door that they had access to was actually through the exercise yard, but they were not able to exit that, um, exit through that door. Um, like I mentioned, they just had a feeding hole and then eventually those sliding doors were um, put in later. But those doors that they added have just like a tiny window where they would, you know, put the trays through. I just, I thought that was really interesting because I, I really didn't know any of that um, going into the tour. And so as we were going through the tour, we went through the different cell blocks and basically the, the main part of the prison has like a circle, like atrium in the middle. And then all the cell blocks sort of um, jut out. And so if you're looking at it from overhead, there's a circle in the middle, which is the atrium, and then all the different cell blocks going around it in sort of like a circular fashion. And each cell block had two different levels. Now we could not go up to the other levels. Um, there was one area where you could walk up the staircase and see um, the upper level, but uh, most of like, you can't actually walk in the second level cause it's um, in ruins and everything. But I thought that the architecture of the prison was actually very beautiful. 
and it was just designed so so beautifully um and some of like that original architecture is obviously still there there was a dining area which we did get a special tour of so the audio tour that we took allows you to access specific parts of the prison that are just open to the public and the basically when you go you can just wander around the prison um as long as the areas are open you can wander around um but then there are three separate like off the beaten path tours which are advertised like through signs and stuff throughout the prison um but we got to go on three of these tours so the one like i mentioned was the dining hall area basically everyone would enter through this one area and they would just stand in a line there were two different sections like two different um food stations everybody got the same amount of food you couldn't get seconds or anything so some fights did break out um, and then all of the jobs of the prison were actually done by prisoners. So prisoners would help clean and cook the food and serve the food. And all the food was actually cooked in-house, which is not how it's done nowadays. All prisons have contracts with caterers or outside vendors um, that will ship the food to the prison. Um, but all the food at Eastern State Penitentiary was cooked in-house um, and we did see a picture of the menu that they had and the food that they had was actually pretty good um they had like grits and like roast beef and like they had some real good food like they were eating pretty well there <laughs> one of the other tours was actually the chapel and i actually found this to be very interesting so there was a prisoner there that was painting in his cell i don't know how he was painting or what he was painting with um, but this prisoner was found painting and he was invited by the chaplain at the time to uh, paint portraits in the chapel. And those paintings that he had done are still in the prison. They are being restored like every so often, but the original paintings are still in the chapel, which is insane they're just so beautiful and that prisoner was actually let out i think within like six or seven months because of good behavior and there's not really much known about him to this day but apparently um his son or something uh, um and again i don't remember exactly what time period this was in um but apparently his son or his grandson or something found out um that he uh was related to this man who um did all these paintings which is kind of interesting but i thought that was a really cool story um and they also had a synagogue there um which has been restored and you could go inside of it and it was it's absolutely beautiful and the original door for the synagogue is on display as well um so just like i said lots of original um architecture and and artifacts are still there the last special tour that we went on was the hospital wing which i also found to be really really cool i think out of all three of them the hospital was probably my favorite but like i mentioned that's where the tuberculosis patients would go um, and those cells were a little bit bigger the skylight was a little bit bigger for them we also saw in that wing um hydrotherapy rooms where um they did you know water therapy which back in the day um they would do all sorts of things uh, with water um that i don't think are, are ethical nowadays we also saw um psychiatry area and there was also an x-ray room which not all of these rooms you could really see into um i forgot to mention that 
there were some cells that you could actually go into, which was really cool. Um, and then a lot of them you could just peek inside and then some of them the doors were actually shut so you couldn't see in them at all. Um, but the hydrotherapy room uh, you could actually see into um, pretty well. There was an x-ray room that you could kind of see into. There was a laboratory, which they must have done uh, I don't know, you know, if it was ethical or not what they were doing in the laboratory. Um, but there were a lot of like cabinets and tables and and things in there. Apparently when the prison was just laying in ruins for those 20 years, uh, a lot of looters would go in and steal like medicine and, uh, you know, anything that was valuable was stolen. Um, but there are a lot of cabinets and chairs and uh, just bed frames and toilets that are still there, but anything that was actually like valuable was taken out of the prison, unfortunately. We also saw the psychiatric department, um, and I cannot remember if this man was a psychiatrist or he was a doctor, but apparently there was one um, staff member there in, in the hospital area who was just very well liked by the prisoners. He was very kind, really cared about the prisoners, treated them well. And apparently one time there was some uh, prison escape, prison riot, and a bunch of prisoners um, fled into the hospital area, stealing all the drugs and whatnot. And his office was not touched at all because um, that's how um, how much he was respected by the prisoners, which I just thought I thought that was a very interesting uh, tidbit as well. We also got to see the examination room, um, which still has the original overhead light, which I thought was so cool. Apparently, um, Al Capone had some surgeries done there. I think he got his tonsils out or something. Um, or I must think it was tonsils or appendix or something. Um, surgery done there um so we also got to hear this interesting story that this prisoner um him and a bunch of other people escaped and the guy was found and he was shot a bunch of times and instead of taking him to the local hospital they actually took him back to the prison to get um treated and he went back to jail um because the prison actually had very good um, hospital staff. It had really good equipment and a lot of people were actually taken there to um, have surgeries done because it was just such a good um, hospital and they had just, it was just so, you know, they were just so well equipped that so many people got surgeries done there. Uh, another thing I want to talk about, speaking of Al Capone, is his cell. So in one section of the prison, there were these two um, cells side by side and one of the cells was decorated to look like what his cell would have looked like at the time um, because he was very notorious and there were a lot of rumors that he was treated very very well at the prison um and he had like a radio and you know beautiful paintings on the wall and you know he was just treated so nicely but um that has since been kind of debunked um because he did actually have a roommate at the time and i think you know it was exaggerated his treatment at the prison but he he was treated a little bit uh, a little bit differently than than the rest of the prisoners um but we did learn a lot about him after his time at uh eastern state penitentiary he did go to alcatraz um which i have never been to and i really do want to go to um my mother has been to alcatraz but i i haven't been there but that's where he was sent afterwards um and then the other cell that was next to it is actually the cell that they think that he was staying in um, because there's photographs of like what his cell looked like at the time and there's like faint 
um, outlines of this like painting that was on the wall and that is actually like you can kind of see the outline of that painting um, so they actually think that that particular one was his cell um, but it was just really cool um, getting to see that um, and learning a little bit more about like his history and everything and the day he was released was like just this big affair a lot of people were like waiting outside the prison for when he got released and everything so just just very interesting I like I like learning about that kind of stuff another thing that I thought was really interesting was that um, like I mentioned there were men and women at the prison and um, I think one of the first women was like she was like like one of the first like 20 people in the prison, I believe. Um, but there were actually a lot of women there. I think uh, I read, it was either the first woman or one of the first women that was there um, actually was there because she hijacked a bunch of cars. Um, another woman poisoned her husband or something and they were sent there. Um, but I just thought that was interesting that it was actually a co-ed prison. I don't believe that they were in the same cell blocks but or obviously they were not housed in the same cells together um, but there was a women's like ward and everything there was no you know co-ed mingling in the prison it was very very frowned upon for any of the men or women to um speak to each other um also it was frowned upon for anyone to speak to each other like i mentioned because they had to wear hoods over their heads um I do want to talk about the uh, ghost experience that the tour guide had. Um, he said that one time he was giving a tour and he always asks uh, in the tour if anyone came to the prison because it was haunted. And of course, I raised my hand and said, you know, yes, I came here because it was haunted, but also because I wanted to learn about it. <laughs> um, and he said that one time he asked that and this guy like raised his hand and was like, oh, yeah, it's haunted. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I know there's ghosts here, blah, blah, blah. Have you ever seen anything? And the tour guide was like about to answer him and all of a sudden they heard this knocking coming from this this area that had literally nobody in there it was like an off-limits area like nobody was in there they heard this banging and the tour guide said that he just like stopped what he was doing and just said i didn't hear anything and he just kept going um but he said that was the only experience that he had of ghosts or anything um i did not have any experiences i think that i am one of those people who um ghosts don't uh manifest themselves around me because i believe in them so much so i feel like they they know that i know that they're there and they were cool like they don't need to manifest themselves i just i know that they're there one of my friends that i went with said that she thought she saw something down a hallway but she said she uh, you thought it was like a bird or something because a lot of the um backs of the prison like if you're looking through um through the cell doors from the cell block area um you can see you know where it was like knocked down to go into like the prison yard area um so most of them were exposed to the elements and everything so she thinks it could have been like a bird or something but i don't know um but i i will say that i when i looked into one of the cells i got very overwhelmed and i got very sad and i felt just like this overwhelming sense of like grief it was just when I looked in this one particular cell um, and I was just very overcome with like sadness and I like actually almost started crying. Um, didn't tell anybody about that. And then when I went home that night, uh, my boyfriend and I were watching some of the Ghost Hunter episodes, but this one woman that they were interviewing said she had that same experience. She, she walked into like one of the cells. She got like really overwhelmingly sad and she actually started crying. And I, I thought, you know, maybe there was something to that. You know, maybe I was just listening to the audio tour and something struck me as being really depressing or something, but you know, I, maybe it was some sort of 
spirit you know coming to me i don't know but i i had that exact same experience that that woman had um just overwhelming grief and sadness um and i just i don't know it could have been something another area that we got to explore freely was the death row area and that was just one section on one side and then back to back it was the other section um and it housed about i think five or six um, prisoners were in there on each side so maybe like 10 or 12 total um, and to get into that area the guards had to open this you know then put this code and this like elaborate um, door that they had to like unlock um, and then the, towards the wall was where the guards would go um, and then they couldn't like step over a certain line because like they didn't want the prisoners to like attack them or anything, which I thought was very interesting. Um, something that I learned on the ghost show that they didn't talk about on the tour, I mean, they very well could have on another audio tour portion that I just didn't hear, was originally on the top floor of the cell blocks. Um, there was like kind of like this hole in the middle of the walkway because like there was little railings um that would like go around so you could like go around the top of the area in a loop and originally there was just like a hole there um but apparently guards were getting being pushed over um and, and getting hurt so eventually they put like bars um in that hole so that if they got pushed over the railing the guards wouldn't fall um to their potential death which i just thought was very interesting um again we didn't learn that on the tour but i just wanted to share that another really cool thing that i learned about was actually this dog called pep the dog so pep the dog um was um sent to the prison and originally the story goes that um the I don't know if it was the warden or the owner, some high up dude in the prison. Apparently this dog killed his wife's cat. And so Pep the dog was sent to the prison. He got a number and everything and he was sent there um, and he was uh, a prisoner. And, and that was a story for a very long time. And then just a couple of years ago, um, there's like newspaper articles about this dog too. Okay, there's like like he has a mugshot. There's there were newspaper articles about this. Apparently, um, more recently, within the past like 10, 15 years or so, um, historians found out that that was not true. That Pep the dog was apparently sent there to be the mascot for the prison, um, and so he he was not actually a murderer, um, and he was just sent there to be the mascot, and so he was you know, wrongfully um, accused of being a cat murderer. Um, so Pep the dog was innocent all along, um, justice for Pep. <laughs> and um, I just thought that was really ridiculous um, because like, why would you send a dog to jail? It's just kind of stupid. And I don't think that he killed the cat. Um, like apparently the wife or whatever had also like, disproved that and said like no he didn't kill my cat which like why would you would you lie about that i don't know i wasn't there but pep the dog is innocent <laughs> he's very innocent um and yeah he um he was sent there apparently to be the mascot so um yes justice justice for pep don't blame the dogs don't blame the dogs okay they can't speak for themselves <laughs> we did learn a little bit about the actual solitary confinement, but you can't go um, down there. It's like underneath the prison um, and it was just literally pitch black. Um, they had no access to anything um, and they were in there for a very long time. So we didn't get to go in there, unfortunately. Um, 
a cool story, just like Pep the Dog, um, there was actually a prison break one time, and it was the only prison break where the prisoner was not found. So this, this group of guys um, climbed over the one side of the wall, and this was before they had guard towers and, like, searchlights or anything, um, and they all, like, climbed over the wall because they had engineered, like, basically a a ladder that was like lego pieces they had like constructed this ladder it's lego ladder and they got over the wall and they escaped and um this one guy was found in hawaii um and like how did you get from pennsylvania to hawaii i don't know back in the day um and then this uh, one of the other guys i think there were like four or five of them one of the guys was literally never found they never found him and he was the only person who escaped from the prison that was never found um the guy who went to hawaii unfortunately was sent back to the prison anyone who escaped was sent right back to the prison except that guy who who was never found so he might, you know, have actually escaped and he like went overseas or the other people killed him. I don't know. They don't know. They don't know. Um, that was cool. We got to see like that wall where there they climbed up, which I thought was kind of interesting. And then, then they added guard towers after that. Another cool thing that I um, really enjoyed about the prison were there actually were some art installations and those art installations were just about um, you know, incarceration or history of, um, you know, other prisons and things like that. Um, and those were actually inside of different cells. So you could walk into the cell and see those art installations. Um, one was really cool. It was actually about like how you could escape from the prison, um, by constructing like different things, like grappling hooks and things like that. Another one actually was this beautiful art piece of different shoelaces because apparently um, in some prisons, um, shoelaces are considered like a deadly weapon and they're taken from the prisoners. And oftentimes when prisoners um, are released, they're not given back their shoelaces. Um, so it was just this really beautiful art, art piece. Um, another one was actually this man who had created different um, artworks in his cell and he actually used like um, the dyes from like newspapers to create all of these like art pieces and I just that was really cool it was like covering the whole wall of the cell um, and he actually would create them in um, in chunks and he would send them out to like his relatives and stuff and then the pieces were actually put together when he was released from jail um, it's, which I just, that was incredible. I just, that, that whole story was really interesting. So overall, I would say that I had an incredible time at Eastern State Penitentiary. Um, I would highly recommend if you are able to, I would go. Um, we are looking to go back, um, potentially for their Halloween, um, party that they do every year. They also do night tours, which we're, we're looking into doing a night tour, but I think a Halloween party there would be really, really awesome. So that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed learning about Eastern State Penitentiary. I hope there was some interesting tidbits and facts that you can take with you. Um, as always, stay safe, stay classy, and I'll chat again with you soon. Goodbye.